Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season and throughout the summer as well because the football season is nearly over. We'll be previewing the Champions League final this weekend between Manchester City and Inter Milan, so stay tuned for that. But we'll be here all summer as well talking all things football. Indeed, today we're going to start talking about transfers for the first time. Uh, I say we. It's me, Graham Bailey. Get me at Graham Bailey on Twitter. And him, Craig Honeyman. Get him at Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? Really good, pal. How are you? Good, good, good. The transfer window hasn't opened yet, but hey, you need to tell we need to tell the clubs this, mate, because it really has already. <laughs> it's kicking off. It started already. There's no, that you can tell me better, better, better than anyone, Craig. Clubs don't really take much notice of uh, July, July first deadline uh, for no. when contracts begin. No. It's underway already, well underway. And we say that because let, let's have a quick look at Craig. The deal's already done so far. Some of the big ones. Um, Jude Bellingham first up, Craig. He's had his medical in Madrid. The deal is worth um 100 million euros down, which could be worth 133 million euros, which would make him the fourth highest, the fourth most expensive player in history. And Real Madrid's record signing, actually. Um, if if everything's paid for, Craig. Um, I think we're both agreed on this. We're both we're both very happy to see him in Madrid, aren't we, Craig? Yeah, look, Graham, I, I, I would no, it's not 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 anti not anti Liverpool or Man City. We just like to see English players at the peak, yeah. don't we? We're not being anti anyone else. No, I I would have I would have loved to have seen him at City. I I but at, at the same time I think having top British players, top English players playing abroad is 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 good for the game. Um and and look, we saw Jude Belling was a sixteen year old kid mm. playing over City and botting it. Um went to Dortmund. And I believe he's won Bundesliga Player of the Year um, as Dortmund finished second in the league. He didn't leave with a fairy fairy tale exit. Um, but he's going to Real Madrid, age 19, teenager. Uh, and we look Remarkable. at the players he's playing alongside, Graham. It, it's it's phenomenal. I, I think he'll go from strength to strength at Real Madrid. I think he'll he'll push on. For some players that can really struggle uh, in Madrid, we know that we've seen. Big players uh, crumble under the pressure of playing for for Madrid. Jude Bellingham won't be one of those. I think he'll he'll go there and he'll he'll rip the league apart. I think he'll score plenty of goals, get lots of assists. Um, I just think he'll be a wonderful talent in in that league. And the Premier League's uh, loss is is La Liga's gain, as uh, you know he was a target, as we know, for a, a number of Premier League clubs. But he's decided to to head for La Liga, which is only good for La Liga. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. He's um, I don't think as ever with England because he's English. We don't really appreciate how good he is, how highly rated he is. You know, we got um, but he's one of the best best young players in the world. He really simple simple as that. And with yeah. with Messi, Lionel Messi, we'll talk about in a minute, Craig and Ronaldo away. The Ballon d'Or's up for grabs. And tell you what, if he has if he has a good year at Real. As a good Euros, he'll be well in contention for the Ballon d'Or. He is that good. Liverpool, obviously one of the teams to miss out, Craig, on Bellingham. But if you listen to Liverpool fans, they've got a better deal anyway in Alexis McAllister. Um, they're getting in for a deal worth £55 million, pounds, 35 up front. They're amazing. There is a there was a clause in there to do that for um Brighton. Outstanding start to their to their summer business at Liverpool, Craig. McAllister, as we've said, they need two or three in this midfield. And McAllister is a very good start for Liverpool, isn't he? I'm I'm a huge fan of Alexis McAllister. Huge. Um, but well, he's no. Let's get this right. He's no Jude Bellingham. Uh, but but Graham, no, not okay. Hear me out on this one. Not only is he not a Jude Bellingham, 
I don't think he particularly fits the style of how Liverpool play. And 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 let me let, let me just let me just explain why. Um Alex McAllister is not particularly quick. Um he's not particularly ferocious. Um he's more of a thinker on the on the football pitch. Um so if you look at the the, the, the club that he would have suited more would be kind of a, a Manchester City type uh move or or a, a, an Arsenal. He's not He's not rock and roll. He's not a rock and roll footballer. Um, and I, I'm looking at where Liverpool will will actually play him. So more of a Tiago replacement, Greg. Maybe. Yes, I think so, Greg. I think I think that's exactly what he is. He's 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 a Tiago. He, that's that's the kind of player he is. He's he's a so he's a so, so you're on board. You're on board with his theory that they need at least another two or at least another oh. two in midfield, and mm-hmm. and they are they are talking to um Kefram Turan from Nice. Which is interesting because the sub we'll come back to that, this that subplot there. Kefram Turan, the son of Lillian, they're being talks with him as a Newcastle, who also like Manu Corney from Gladbach. Seems like one of those two is definitely coming in, maybe both, and like Ryan Gravenbach from Munich as well. The little subplot there for Kefram Turan, Craig, is we're also seeing that this Manchester United takeover might happen very soon. Jim Ratcliffe is firm favourite. Jim Ratcliffe, who owns Nice. So it yes. could be that Jim Ratcliffe is is selling is selling one of his best players at Nice to Liverpool, which is be if he does take over as Manchester United chairman, would be a very interesting uh, scenario, Craig. Oh, Graham, it, it it will. It, it's <clears throat> I think that's that, as you say, it's a huge subplot. Uh, back to your 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 original point about Liverpool needing mm. more field players. Um, I think the, the the two that they need to bring in Graham, have got to be high energy. Uh, physical pressing midfield players. Uh, Alexis McAllister doesn't do any of those things. Um, well, that's what two two Ryan McCorney tick a lot of those boxes, Greg. Yeah. They're both young French internationals, best yeah. friends off the field. Could be a very interesting double dealer. Yeah, I think so, Graham. I think it's one that we 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 really need to keep our eye on in terms of that mm. that rebuild at um, at Liverpool. Um, obviously, what one. Uh, the, the James Madison link that that was just that's dead now with McAllister going in, um, which leaves the you know we, we've spoke off, off <coughs> leaves the uh, the way for for either Spurs or Newcastle to sign him, eh? Yeah, I've done a story. They actually both at Newcastle and uh, Tottenham have both kicked off talks with Leicester for James Madison. So it'll be fascinating to see where he ends up, Craig. Um, I don't think people are assuming that because Newcastle Champions League that he's going there, but Ange Postacoglu, the new manager at Tottenham, who we'll come on to in a little bit. Um, I'll come on to him now. Tottenham, Ange Postacoglu, the new manager's come in. He's green-lighted this Madison chase. I, I, I don't, I'm not saying I've heard this, Craig. I just get a gut feeling that Madison might end up at Tottenham ahead of Newcastle. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all um, in terms of, you know, Moving to London, obviously he's a he's a he's a Coventry boy, I believe, or certainly came through the ranks at Coventry, didn't he? I believe he was born there. Um, move, moving to London would be, um, I think, a good fit for James Madison and, and his and his personality. Um, and I think it would be a really... Craig. Why why aren't we seeing Craig? Why aren't we seeing? Um, yeah, with no disrespect to Tottenham and Newcastle, why aren't we seeing the City, the Arsenal, United, Liverpool? Why aren't we seeing them in for Madison? Do you think? Um, okay, he's, he's no doubt a wonderfully, wonderfully talented football player. No, no doubt about that whatsoever. Um, 
I, I don't know, Graham. I, I I don't know why these these re really elite clubs um are, are not in for him. I don't know why he's only got two caps for for England. I want to do. He, mm -hmm. he went missing that first cap, didn't he? Um, <laughs> where he uh, we we know what happened there. We don't need to go go back through that again. James Madison is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful football player. There's there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, and I I think he actually suits. I think he suits Spurs more than he suits Newcastle. Great. In terms of how Eddie Howe uh, wants his players to to, to play, uh, how he's got them defensively drilled as well, where the midfield players work so hard. Um, I, I think James Madison's a bit of a luxury player. I, I'm not saying that lightly. Uh, I think he's a and I, I love luxury players, by the way. Uh, but I think he suits Spurs. Yeah, than he suits uh, more than he suits Newcastle. However, however, the caveat to that. Is you've just mentioned that the the new manager that's gone into into um, into Spurs. Yeah, what what do you what what do you make of that, Craig? Ange Postecoglou, he's taken charge from Celtic. And um, what do you make of that? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Of, choice, interesting. Yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Postecoglou. Um, I, I think if we follow the reports from various nations, media, including our own, um, it's become a little bit of a poison chalice that that job. Um, you know, we know that. People have spoken to Mourinho. Um, people have spoken to Conte, and then ruled themselves out of 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 the job. Um, obviously, Pochettino didn't go back in. Um, I think that they've made the best decision that they can under the circumstances. Um, I don't think Postecoglou would have been their first choice, but he may well be their best choice. Graham, I'm, I'm a I'm a big fan of his. Uh, one thing that I will say, and I'm talking about Madison, is he. He demands work rate from his players. There'll, there'll be no hiding place for any player at Spurs now, Graham. Some of them, I think we can question. We can question uh, their work rate. I think some of them, when Conte left, eased off. That that work rate, in my opinion, from, from the games I saw, they weren't as, as intense. Um, he, will, he will demand. He will demand intensity. The... the the one thing I will say as well, Graham, it took time for him to get going. It took time for him to get going with Australia when he went in there as a national team coach and then did a good job. Um, obviously, he went to, to Japan. Uh, it took him a while to get going in Japan as well, but ultimately, he got the players on side and did a brilliant job. Went at Celtic, took him a while to get going at Celtic and then did an amazing job. Uh, and now at Spurs, I just hope, Graham, that you know they're not 10 games in next season and I've lost four or five and or six even and someone someone makes a rash decision they've got to give him time they've got to give him um no I think it's all of pre-season and then probably up until Christmas we'll probably see a, a Postacoglu Spurs team from January onwards Grim that's that's my prediction interesting yeah I think it's a huge huge gamble it's an interesting choice um I I I I'm if I was a Spurs fan, I'd be a bit a bit disappointed. Not because of him, but I just think the when you're linked after the likes of Luis Enrique, Craig, I don't, I'm just not sure. Um, he's the one for them. I think he's got um, I think he's got a big ceiling, but I think the the floor is quite low as well. Um, and I do I do worry a little bit for Spurs. I must admit, and we'll see how it impacts on Harry Kane as well, Craig. We haven't talked about him. We, there's nothing to talk about at the minute with Harry Kane, although. Actually, I do tell that. There is a little bit talk about Harry Kane because he is now seemingly 
we understand Real Madrid's number one choice to replace Karim Benzema, who, since we last spoke, Craig has committed to Saudi Arabian football. Yeah. Uh, he's took the money there. Um, as I don't think we can blame him for that. Oh. It, it gives Real Madrid the Real Madrid are suddenly in this number nine market now, Craig. We've been talking about it all some all the build up to the summer. We've got Manchester United, Chelsea. Um, Bayern Munich are looking for number nines and now Real Madrid are in that market as well Craig yeah. um, it's fascinating um, Harry, Harry McCarry Kane you know I don't think Madrid left any secret I from what we understand Daniel Levy still isn't looking to sell Craig um, could you see Madrid forcing getting Kane out of Tottenham at all Craig do you think they could force could they could do what Man United probably can't yes uh, and I also think, Graham, we being really, really selfish, that would be amazing for, for the England national team. 100%. It, yes, 100%, 100%. It would be amazing. Yeah. He, and did you see the captain? He actually described the type of number nine he wanted. He was basically describing Harry Kane, wasn't he? Was yeah, he was. wants to interact players. So, he, so, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one, Craig. It's going to be fascinating to see what happens at Tottenham. And obviously, we talk about Benzema and Saudi. Um, Lionel Messi is also picked his new club Craig um, he's gone to into Miami he's decided not to go back to Barcelona a lot of things going on there I don't know if you saw any of the coverage Craig I know you're away um, Messi he signed for into Miami set to be joined by Luis Suarez and Sergio Busquets a bit, bit of a revamp there at the David Beckham one club when Messi was talking um, I got the feeling he was he was he just wasn't going to play for John Laporta after what happened last time. I think there's, yeah. that's the yeah. the main issue here. I yeah. think that's the main issue here, where he just couldn't. He, he didn't want to be. He didn't want to be a, a um a mouthpiece for the Laporta regime. I don't think. Yeah, and I think I think Barca's got the 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 chance. I think to implode this coming season, Graham, with the the financial situation off the pitch. Um, real Madrid spending. Uh, they've had they've had the great they've had the, the La Liga green lighted their financial viability plan. They've managed to get Gavi signed up, etc. But this is a Barca team who still want other players. They want Gundogan. They want Silva. They want Zubamendi. This is not a Barca team who are settling, is it? They're, they're this is the normal Barca here. They're going out and trying to sign the host of players, and that's going to be the issue, isn't it? It is, Graham. And I think the the the, the Barca bubble is going to burst. And whether it's this season, next season, or the season after, it's going to burst. And the ramifications. So you, so you, so you think Messi saw that coming? I think he did. And, and what he, what and I think you're right. What he didn't want to be was uh, part of the reason for that. He, he's got yeah, a yeah, relationship sure. with, the, with the fans, hasn't he? Um, and, and look, he's 35 now, isn't he? He's 36 mm-hmm. next season. Um, he's he's not he's not a spring chicken anymore. Uh, he's not the same Lionel Messi that probably left two years ago, Graham. In fact, he isn't the same Lionel Messi from, from two seasons ago. Um, at, 35, sorry, at 33, 32, he was still performing at an extraordinary level. I think his level's massively dropped off. Massively dropped off. And I think moving to, to MLS, we saw David Beckham, we saw a prime, a prime David Beckham move to, to MLS, right? I don't think Lionel Messi will have the same impact in MLS that, as Robbie Keane had. I think we'll, we'll see Robbie Keane has a better legacy in uh, Major League Soccer than than than, than Messi. Um, listen, there's not great. He's been one of the greatest players this world has ever seen. And and you know him and Ronaldo. You, you, my my take is Diego Maradona is the greatest player I've I've ever seen. But well, in terms of generational talent, Ronaldo and Messi have, have, have been up there. 
you know, we talked off pod. Ronaldo got a huge stick for going to going to um, uh, Saudi Arabia. Yet Lionel Messi is getting zero zero um, uh, stick for for choosing Major League Soccer as his as his next destination. Um, and look, does he deserve to to wind down? Yes, of course he does. Uh, will it be easy for him in 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 America? No, it's a it's a league full of athletes. Um, I'm I'm not sure that's a. I think commercially it'll prove to be a success for uh, MLS, but in terms of football wise, I'm not so sure. Interesting. Yeah. So Saudi, uh, we will touch on that again, Greg. I imagine we're going yeah. to talk quite a lot about the Saudi Arabian League in the next yeah. few months. <laughs> with, with players going there, we're going to see an awful lot of players going there. And Grim, I've, um, by the way, I've got, I've got no problem with that. I've got no issue with that. Whatsoever. No, not at all. No, 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 no. I, for me, there's no difference between Saudi and America. It's 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 it is what it is. You know, um, I've I've got no problem with that, and and I quite like the way Saudi are doing it. The way they've taken control of golf. But the yep. way they're doing it there, Craig, they 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 they're not just bringing two or three, which I think where China went a bit wrong here. They're bringing they're going to be bringing forty fifty players here. It's not it's not it's not going to be one or two for each team. They're going to be building full teams here, where the league might actually become quite competitive and interesting to watch, possibly. Yeah, I think that, that's the that's the ultimate goal. Obviously, PIF have, as we know, taken over four clubs, the four main clubs in Saudi, and they'll recruit uh, top talent to play for those for those uh, clubs. That will, you know, I think in the first instance, raise the profile of the country, of the of the league. And I think the second wave of, of players to go in will raise the quality and, and overall standard of, of football in, in Arabian, the product. And let's let's have it right, Grim. People saying, oh, they're only going there for the money. Why do we think all these foreign players are in England in the Premier League? They're, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's not to look at Buckingham. It's not to look at Buckingham Palace, is it? No, uh, but no, I think it's, it's an interesting one, and we'll touch on it again with Newcastle, Craig. The owners, obviously, Piffley owns Newcastle. Um, it just underlines how serious they are here, Craig. They're they're not, and and I know Newcastle talk about building slowly, slowly, catch the monkey. Piff Piff want to win the Premier League as soon as possible. I think Newcastle fans should bear that in mind here. It's it's not um. Yeah, they're, they're, they're here to win the Premier League as soon as they can, aren't they? So, which I think, if you are a Newcastle fan in general, that's a great thing. But I think, yeah, that it's this won't be a slow exercise here. And they're already in the Champions League. So, it's going to be a fascinating summer for Newcastle as well. And everyone, everyone who follows Piff, it's going to be an amazing summer. But the season isn't over yet, Craig. We're not quite oh. at the summer yet. Um, we've seen the last of the European action. Congratulations to Sevilla for again winning the Europa League. Amazing stuff for them. But West Ham, Craig... They celebrated their Sorry. first trophy this century, their first trophy since the 1980s, their first European trophy since the 1960s under Ron Greenwood. They won the Conference League with a 2-1 win over Fiorentina in Prague. A last-minute goal from Jared Bowen, who was, you know, he's already he's engaged to Danny Dyer. Um, so he's going to be the future son-in-law of the Danny Dyer, West Ham, huge West Ham fan himself. It's brilliant off the field, but... An amazing moment for West Ham, Craig. Um, David Moyes um, guiding his team to success, and yeah, it, it was a, it was an interesting game, wasn't it, Craig? But it's a, it, it's a wonderful feeling for West Ham to win that trophy and um, gives them a real. Um, it it just resets that whole season, doesn't it? There's no. Um, there's no better emotion than winning that first trophy. So we had it with, with our own Middlesbrough Craig. We saw them win that first trophy. This is their first trophy in, in more than one generation for West Ham. It's an amazing thing for them, isn't it? It really is. I think 
you know, when when we previewed this game last week, I I suggested Fiorentina were going to have too much uh, for them. I, I was I was wrong. I'm I'm happy that I'm wrong. So I said I really want West Ham to win, but I think it'll be Fiorentina's uh, night. Uh, it that that wasn't the case at all. And uh, and look, it was it was Jared Bowen um, with with the winner. Uh, and let's not forget. Jared Bourne, who played non-league football with Hereford before joining Hull City, mm. uh, developed in the English Football League, moved to West Ham. Some people raised their eyebrows at that. You and I certainly didn't. Uh, we championed that move. We championed Jared. We, we both championed Jared Bourne for England, eh, Graham, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly I. Yeah. I, yeah. I do, and I, I think you echo that. Um, I think he he, he gets he gets your goals. His work rate is phenomenal. He's a real likeable guy. Um, I think for everyone associated with West Ham, it's... Um, it's amazing. Obviously, one one sad note is that obviously David Gold wasn't there to to see it. Graham, um, I'm sure he's there in in in, in spirit. Um, David Sullivan obviously will be will be. I'm surprised we didn't see him dancing on the pitch. We saw David. It's interesting that um, interesting. It was played in Czechia, Craig and Prague. Soon to be Czechia owned West Ham. Yes, Kratinsky will be getting he'll be taking over. Um, yes. within the next twelve months at some point. But I thought it was very interesting the winner. Um, came via via that one world class player on the pitch, oh, Lucas Paqueta. And I, I know, what I know, but Lucas Paqueta really is. Um, and I think West Ham now, you know, He's I'm not being negative. I'm I'm not being negative here. I know, and 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 you know, let's not forget that they had a horrific season in the Premier League. Um, with David Moyes in that team, I, I, you know, I still think Craig. I really, I mean, this all honestly. I think they still need to move on from David Moyes. I do. I think you need to get the best. You need to build this team around Lucas Paqueta. He's, I think, Grim, I think um, that's, Grim, I think that's so harsh from you. I think that is so. I, I, I just think, yeah, it's a great. I, I think, I, I think, I, I, all I worry about, Craig, is this this Premier League, as we've seen, is such a. Um, you could easily get dragged but, into but, it, but, as, but, as West Ham have proven. David Moyes finished seventh last season, and this season has won a European competition. He has, but we'll see. We'll see, Craig. I think I don't think it's. Uh, he's got a year left on his deal. We want a new one. See whether that happens yet. Um, I know some people think it's harsh, but I think I, I think they they're in danger. You know, they're going to lose Declan Rice as well. It's going to be fascinating to see how they reinvest that money, Craig. It's going to be yes. really important. That's, that's a key. Reinvest. I we, we, I think. I think. I think Calvin Phillips is an absolute shoe in for West Ham United. Uh, Declan Rice will go, and I think Calvin Phillips will be his replacement. Um, now they're not like for like. We we know that they don't have the same level of quality. We know that, um, but I think he could go there and do a really good job for them. It's how it, um, they are looking at it's an Alvarez de Marques as well, who's a very good player. But we think he might be going to Dortmund. So, but there are players who they've gone for before who we can see, Craig, aren't yeah. they, who we can. Yeah. Do, but they need a, they just need a bit more resolve. They need to get more of a schmacker and Piquet. But we'll see. West Ham are going to be one of the teams who spend money this summer. As as every I think every Premier League club is going to be spending money. It's going to be a record breaking. Record-breaking summer. Um, so, congratulations to West Ham. We said that. But on to the big one, Craig, now. We're moving oh. on to Istanbul, the Ataturk Stadium. We are looking at Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Um, and we'll have a deep dive into this now, Craig. Yes. Uh, it's it's very easy to predict us that, um, that Man City are going to overpower Inter. They're going to get this. They're going to easily win, which may be the case. Looking at this game throughout this week, Craig. Though I, I take, a, I took a close look at Inter Milan. Inter Milan, are, for me, on paper, um, anyway, they're starting eleven. They're a much better team, and I think anyone gives us gives them credit for. They won the league last year. They had a bit of bit of a sticky patch in between, which is why they haven't defended their Serie A title. 
But if you go through their starting eleven, Craig, it's full of world class talent. You know, from from Andre Nana in goal, who we are likely to see in the Premier League. Actually, Craig looks like Spurs or Chelsea will probably take him because they need the money, not because they have to sell him. But from Skriniar, who's going to PSG, Bastoni, one of the best Italian centre halves, Barella. Uh, Dumfries and DeMarco, the two wing-backs, especially DeMarco on the left, Craig. I like him a lot. I really like him a lot. Barella, as we know, Craig is world-class in midfield. Lauturo, Matez and Lukaku. When you go through that, Craig, and you think, I do, I, and I'm not I'm not going to sit here and tip into, into Milan to beat Man City. Of course I'm not. I'm not I'm not out of my mind. But I think, and we, I've got carried away with this with Man City a little bit, that I think this Inter team is slightly better than, than we realise, Craig. Listen, they've got loads of talent. I, I don't think they're anywhere near. I don't think they're anywhere near um, the City. However, can they beat Manchester? Yes, of course they can. Let's not forget Edin Dzeko as well, Graham. So they've got Lukaku, mm. players, players that know how to score against English teams. Mm. You know, no, no doubt about it. Zico obviously was a, a bit of a cool team. I think Martin, Martinez is an interesting one to keep an eye on. Lauturo Martinez, where we talk about that, we've talked about that number nine market, Craig. He's, I think Lauturo Martinez is the dark horse in this number nine market. And even for Real Madrid, I can see him there. United uh, have looked I, at him. We'll see him at Chelsea as well. Really interesting. Really interesting. I think we'll see him at United. They've, they've, they've tracked him for a long time. They're, they're in the market for a nine. Um, he's such. A, I, I've always, we've always loved we've loved this player yeah. on the show as well. Could we talk yeah. about he was the nearest thing to Sergio Aguero? I think I've seen wonderful player. Yeah, so we 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 really like him. We really like him. It, it's look, it's we've got Mkhitaryan in midfield. I mean, we, I'm I'm a huge fan like you. I'm a huge 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 fan of Nicola Barella. Uh, I just think he's a he's a wonderful uh, technician, a wonderful football player, wonderful international. I'd love to see him in English football, Grim. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's top. I you, think Liverpool had a sniff, but I think yeah, I think he's one of the ones who Inter don't want let go because there's a few, Inter need to raise some money because well, the reason that is because the thought that we're getting money for Skriniar and he unfortunately for them he's going on a free transfer to PSG, yeah. but you know they've got um and, and with Bastoni as well it's a fascinating uh, and Dumfries as well. There's a lot of these players who could end up in England. Greg Dumfries on the right is a player who's long been linked with England, the Dutch one. Yeah. Is is Skriniar fit to play, Greg? Do we know? I believe he is. I believe from what I've seen, I, I believe Skriniar is going to play back. So they'll be so, so listeners. It looks like um into probably play a back three of uh, Skriniar. Yeah, play, I mean, great, great, great. Great, it won't be a back three. It'll be a back five. It will be. Yeah, no about, yeah. Great, there's no doubt about it. It will be a back five and a a really deep low block. Back five too. They'll be so deep that that back five. They're probably well. Maybe back six is Brozovic won't be good. Brozovic won't be straying far away from that back three, will he? No, I, I, I think the way that they will set up is they will play so deep that they'll play around their their own box. Um, they'll try and keep. What they'll try and do is they'll try and isolate Haaland. So their 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 three central defenders will try and, and take Haaland out of the game. The wing backs will sit in. Uh, the midfield three will go man for man against City's midfield three and they'll allow City to have the ball. But what they will do is when they get it, they will get it forward as quickly as they can. They, they are a classic counter-attacking team um, and they will use mm-hmm. the pace, particularly from their, their wing-backs and the ability of, of, you know, the strength probably of... I imagine Zeko will be on the bench. I might be wrong. I think they'll start Lukaku just for his... 
physicality. Yeah, it looks it looks that way. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, and Martinez for his is is trickery in his pace. But the the, the two wing backs, as you rightly called, uh, are, are massive for them. Uh, Dumfries uh, and Demarco. Um, you know, to, 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 to Demarco. He's a player. He's a he's a player who City have looked at looked at themselves. Greg, he's a very yeah, good he is. yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say, I wonder if he is on their their shopping list for for this coming summer as they look to sign another another fullback. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. So, in terms of what City are going to do, Craig, we um, we obviously predicted the win in the cup final here. We're not really patting ourselves on the back for that. But no. in terms of the team team selection, we sort of did get it right between us, really. Um, obviously, you thought there might be a prize. It wasn't. You thought because obviously Silver played. We got yeah. it. We got it right between us that Grealish was going to start. Um, obviously, Ortega won't be in goal. It will be Edison. Um, are we thinking? I, I I'm surprised that Kanji gets in ahead of Ake because that that's the only change I would make to I, I, team I, I, I think Ake. I, 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 I think I think yeah, Ake I think, I think when when I when Ake does start, you know I think you've got that. It's a fascinating the combinations they get with with, with Ake starting there because obviously Stones really Ake is basically at left back. It is it is basically yes. a four, but obviously Stones Stones sits in midfield. Basically, as we know, Diaz is the only one who sits back there. Yeah. Um, it's a really with Ake there. It's a very it's a it's a brilliant team. It really is. And there's um, although I thought Silva and Grealish, particularly Craig, were quite quiet in the cup final. Yeah, me too. Uh, particularly Grealish, apart from giving the penalty away, which I, I don't think was a penalty either. Grealish, I've got to say, thought Grealish was really quiet. Um. I think, Graham, I think in this game, we'll see Riyad Mahrez start. I did. Instead of? Well, I said, I said he'll either start the cup final or the Champions League final. He didn't start the he cup did. final. So for me, he's going to start the Champions League final uh, because he's got the ability to unlock a defence. Instead of, instead of who, Grealish or Silva? I think, I think we might see Silva play a little bit deeper. So we might see the bench. Yeah, Greenish on the bench. Um, or mm-hmm. or or we see Silver make make up part of the midfield trio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it'd, be, it'd, it'd be really hard to take Gundogan out. He's got two goals in the cup final, so I can't see. I, that. Yeah, I don't see him dropping. And and what likely we 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 believe will be Gundogan's um, final game for City yeah. Craig before yeah. what looks like he heads off to Barcelona. But um, he's had a spectacular season. And um, well, Gundogan, the captain, Craig, is Gundogan going to finish his City career with his third trophy um, in a matter of weeks? Yes. Is he going? Is he going to be lifting that trophy in Istanbul? Yes, he is, and and if, and if we look at it, he scored six goals in his last six games, Graham, hasn't he? Which is, which is frightening. Uh, which is you know, he's mm. he's just come to he's just come to fruition at the right time again. He, he he's he's been brilliant for City, and I think, I think he's been one of their most understated players. And, and you rightly point out he's captain. He's captain of the club. They decided on him to be captain this season. Uh, the players and and he is a leader. He's he's been brilliant. Um. I thought Kevin De Bruyne was quiet in the cup final as well, Graham. I've got to, I've got to say, it wasn't a free-flowing City performance. It was good. Uh, I thought they were a lot better than United. And the penalty aside, United didn't really do a great deal. Um, thought we could have serviced Haaland better. I, th- I think this this cup final. Um, I, I think okay, I said I said this before in terms of Jack Reed. Jack Reed is a one hundred million pound decoy. He plays on that side. 
as a decoy for others for, to get marked. They have sometimes dub, men double up on to get kicked to allow players to play down the other side of the pitch and to play away from him. You don't think he could be tempted with Phil Foden in any way? Yes, yeah, I think. Yeah, listen, I, I think... I, I think he, he could change the two wide players and he, and he could he could start Foden and Mahrez and, and take... Yeah, out. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree. I think, I think... Yeah, I think Foden... I think Foden's got a chance to start because um, I think Silva was a bit... Um, a bit lapsed at times. He, his distribution wasn't great. Well, I think Foden will he, those legs, and he doesn't give he give the ball away too much. Um, where a bit like a bit like the way Foden play. I think you could see Foden maybe start and maybe play like he does for England, where you yeah. know he has to play within himself, but he's doing it for the team. Yeah, listen, and ultimately that's that's how Jack Grealish plays for Manchester City. Yeah. Do you know that that's that's exactly it. Jack Greenwich plays week in week out within himself, and he's become said this on the pod, Graham. I don't think he's had a great season, right? But what I think what he has become is the hardest working, out of possession attacking midfield player in the Premier League. The work rate that he puts in defensively uh, for his team is phenomenal, particularly if if, if they play with uh, a centre half stepping into midfield, uh, a fullback coming in and playing. So yeah, a fullback coming in and playing in a in a back three. It leaves Greece to do a lot of work as almost sometimes like a left wing back, you know. It, it, and it, yeah. this, this this is a different a different way of playing because they do hit the ball, they do hit the front man early now, City, which they've never done before in all the time Pep's been been manager. They've now got a forward mm. that they can hit quickly. I don't think that's a bad thing. So what, it's good for football. Give us a score. Give us a score then, Craig. Um, into one Manchester City three. Yeah, I'm not. I'm very similar. I'm going to say into, into yeah, City two one. I think in, Inter could t- could take the lead, but yeah, I think um, once once City get the lead, they'll make sure they don't lose it. Um, but Listen, yeah, I think it'll be an interesting final. Very interesting. Inter are going to allow them to have the possession. There's no doubt about that. They they're going to allow City to to have the ball. Right, no doubt about mm-hmm. that. They'll try and stay in the game as long as they can. If they can get into the lead, they may win it one 0 because they they can defend the lead. Um, but I just think yeah. City, it's City's time. I think I think it's Pep Guardiola's time again. I think it's City's time. He's not going to overthink this. He's not going to change what he's done all season. They'll hit Haaland as, as quickly and as early as they can. They'll get bodies around him with with Gundogan and and, and De Bruyne from from midfield. The wide players will work their socks off. Um, John Stones will start and he'll play that hybrid midfield stroke defensive role and John Stones is probably the key man Graham I, I think John Stones is John Stones the best performing centre-half in the world right now I think he probably is he's, yeah he's him, him and Diaz I, I don't, they don't they put a foot wrong um, much at all the season last six months I think it's where City, City are really you know where they had that little lapse in the middle of the season, but they're they're all hitting form now, which is which is key as well, isn't it? They're all they're all in great form. Oh, they're all they're all in unbelievable form. You know, there's, there's there's that Brentford blip aside, which I think will disappoint Pep. You know, yes, he made wholesale changes for the game, but he didn't want to lose that game one 0 But you know, they've been on an unbeaten record since February the fifth. Yeah. Exactly. But I think, yeah, he will be. I think now looking at it, I think we might see a few changes here because I don't think he'll have been that happy with the cup final performance, Craig. I think he'll look back and, yeah. you know, Akanji, Grealish Silva. I think those three are all at risk 
from not starting this final. So yeah, we'll right. see. But yeah, we both think they're going to win. So that's us done for this week, Craig. We'll be back next week. We'll review the Champions League final uh, and we'll be looking at a few more transfers. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about different teams as we go throughout the summer and uh, what different deals mean because, hey, look at last week alone. We've seen Bellingham, McAllister, Benzema and Messi, Craig, and we've, <laughs> we, we, we barely touched on them. So yeah, it, it really is gearing up to be the busiest summer we've ever seen in the sport. But yeah, enjoy the Champions League final this weekend, though. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, enjoy, guys. Enjoy, Grim. Cheers.